0: From The Trenches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From The Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boyer from SQL CFO, joining you is Paul Minesworth and Freedom Mentoring We're brought to you by BGL and our in-depth topics that we are now releasing as separate shows and are brought to you by our fantastic Partners At the Outsourced Accountant. You're going to see us doing more stuff with them. Soon you're going to hear from our virtual executive assistant, Ivan, who is going to come on the show at some point, Paul, and he's going to talk about his experience at the Outsourced Accountant. You're going to see us producing more stuff on socials. So if you follow FTT Community on Twitter, you're going to see a lot more activity coming from us because Ivan's doing it, Paul. Welcome to the show.
1: Absolutely. Thank you listeners. Thank you all. Uh, splitting out the in depth, David, we, I, I think it's for, for me, I think it's something we're going to work with it. I'm going to make sure we do it for a little while, but as always, we love the feedback. An interesting one today, David, uh, a new concept, although whether or not it's a new concept, would, I'm sure we'll talk about that. There was, thank you very much uh, to John Knight for this on Twitter. Um, it was a YouTube video of a TEDx talk, a very high esteem, David. Someone else in this room, as you reminded me earlier, had done a TEDx talk. I, I did a TEDx oh, talk. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I didn't know you hadn't. It hadn't come up. Uh, but anyway, this is a TEDx talk. Are you a hybrid professional? This we both watched this independently, David. This video, Sarah Beth Burke, who I think she called herself a professional. Research- we call
0: ourselves TEDx speakers, Paul. If anyone asks. Sorry
1: anyway she she had it was research in uh, professional being a professional anyway an extremely thought-provoking uh, YouTube video the link will be in the show notes have a listen some interesting examples so what we wanted to do with this in-depth and I know please if, if anyone uh, watches the video have a think run this through their own uh, their own businesses and have a thought what we want to do is we want to introduce some of the concepts that she brought up uh, in the video, we want to each give our take because you and I, David, both had slightly uh, different takes on it. And then we just have want to have a, a brief description about the different approaches and how they uh, apply to us because we've seemed to take them in a little bit of a different way. So we're talking about this
0: because it just sparked our interest and it's the concept of the hybrid professional. So we often you, you'll hear bookkeepers say, "I'm just a bookkeeper." Or if people call bookkeepers just a bookkeeper, the other bookies will jump on them. Accountants will say, I'm just a tax accountant. And the word just minimises what you do. The reality is we're increasingly getting interests outside of our core work and they're they're having an interplay with each other. And we can see it and we've tried to do this exercise for us. And so... What Sarah Beth talks about is the hybrid professional identity and how these joint core things that you have impact the the service that you deliver to people. Yeah, it does, David. I shouldn't Thanks. have thrown to you as you took yeah. a gulp of soda it's not water, that you should I? I can't see that. I anyway, could watch the whole thing happening in slow motion and not do anything
1: about uh, it. She breaks it down into a very interesting thing about uh, singular professionals being, as you said, David, uh, stock standard accountant, stock standard bookkeeper, fin planner, whatever. Uh, and then adding the multi- multiplicities, I think she said, yes. uh, as well. Um, but then this concept of hybrid. So basically, where you take the different skills that are uh, and job descriptions that are ever evolving, but also with the mixed the mixed passions. Now she gave the the, the example that resonated with me in the story is she gave um, and this came from her own research into struggling where we where she fitted in. Um, She spoke to a teacher and she asked the teacher what the teacher did. Now, this is an interesting thing for people listening. Ask yourself what you do. And if that answer is just an account, you know, don't take that as an answer. Sort of, you know, go back through. But she asked a teacher what she did. Um, She said, well, it depends. You know, sometimes I counsel my students or I sometimes I, I speak to my, my students about the issues they're having and she's like oh well you're a counselor well sometimes but not always you know it's sort of more of a just a support oh so you're a, an empath or a, you know into empathy yes but that's you know sort of part of it um you know so it's this concept that there is a hybrid nature or, or multi-dimensions to a uh, to a profession now, and we and I've got a take on it. David's got a different take. There are some other ones where there was a uh, a professional who had both coding and development in with. Graphic design in with gamification, which sort of seems like a pretty standard. Like, I think we would put that in a singularity, but he was doing some some interesting projects. There was also a female professional who was mixing the design of, uh, I'm not going to say it, watch the video for it, but a certain kind of... A sex toy. Uh, well done, David. Thank you. But putting it into with a, um, uh, making it into jewellery. So, that it can be worn, so it's got a design and a function element. Uh, and, and in the video, she used that as a, an example of a hybrid professional. Uh, it, it was a very interesting video. Have so, a listen. David, what's your take? Okay, so my, my take on this is I followed,
0: I, I, I tracked down Sarah, Sarah Beth Burke's uh, Medium blog, and she's got a blog on there that says Find Your Hybrid Professional Identities. It's from 2018, so it's a recent idea. And what she sort of says is you draw a Venn diagram. Identity A. Love a, a good Venn diagram. We do like Venn diagrams. Identity A, B, and C. And they could be three very different things that are in your world. So, for example, for me, it would be, it could be, and I've tried doing it just very quickly. Nice drawing. On, it's, it's a bit messy on my post. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you ever got your pen license. So, I, got, I didn't. I stole it. I Seriously, I jumped the pen, pen me license. Me too, me too. That's why I type so fast. I hate writing. Um, so, for me, my three big ones are accounting firm owner, I'm a podcaster. I do a few shows. And, and like many of our listeners and accountants and bookkeepers out there, I'm a not-for-profit director. So I sit on boards of, of not-for-profits or I'm a, an accountant for many of us. Yeah, you know I that. do. So then what you do is they start intersecting, right? So the accounting firm owner and the not-for-profit director for me intersects to be a community leader. Well, I've got a senior position. I sit on a board. Yep. Of a, now, this can be your scout group, your curling team. Whatever it your kids, soccer club, whatever it is, you then golf have club. this community, golf club, you then have this community leadership bit. Now, invariably, that theoretically does, is also business development for my accounting firm. Yeah. And, yeah. and and the accounting firm. Networking. Networking. And the knowledge I gain through being an accountant helps me execute my job as a not-for-profit director. Okay? I get that. The podcast runs a bit harder. Podcasting intersects with the accounting firm to produce trenches. I could We couldn't do trenches if we didn't. Actually, do this stuff because it's the whole point of the show. Yeah, right. I'm a bit lost on podcasting and the not-for-profit stuff at the moment. And if I thought about this more, maybe there'd be more things that I'd want to intersect. But mm. all of my world interacts to, to to create what I do every day. So you
1: took it, David. Your take on it was as a holistic everything that makes David Boyer. Yes, in your I mean, in your professional life. Even though it had different, it, it, it was the, the, it was all the different parts. It Was putting them all together.
0: Yeah, which is you know, it's a Seth Godin thing. Who are the people that you serve? The people who I serve benefit from all these different things that I do. And somewhere in the middle, I think that where, where all these three interact for me, it's going to be something to do with connecting people, storytelling. It's not probably not going to be a numbers thing. In the middle of these three, for me, I need to. Think about it more. I'm not ready for that. Because it was
1: interesting. I mean, I just, I, I took them separately. It was interesting. We're talking about the, the hybridity, but I really still look at, even though I agree in the greater, what's your why? Who are you? How do you, you know, cr- I guess, cross-pollinate the businesses of, and like you, David, I run a firm, I run a training business. I do have a, a not-for-profit side and I am a podcaster. I took all of those individually, mm. and so I saw it more as like a niching. So if I took my accounting firm, my accounting firm niche is in the online software. You know, I take my um, uh, passion for, for, for helping small business, uh, niching. And so to me, I, I really found it lined up quite with niching. The micro end of the market, the very tax-heavy, tax minimization so you, you, end of the market. You took
0: it based on your interests, Tax compliance, technology, small business.
1: What's funny because I see myself as having three professions in a way. So I took this as not being me holistically as one professional. This took this this was me more thinking about how do I feel about my professional role in the accounting firm? My professional role as well not, well not professional role as a podcaster, but my podcasting role, uh, it, you know, and, and the online training business role. So so while they intersected clearly all being about the same industry and you use your skills from one to the other, I was like, what is the... And that's where I got to niching because my hybridity is obviously, I love helping people. In my accounting firm, the hybridity is taking that, helping micro-businesses with predominantly tax but also other business stuff. So that, that helped define... The niche of your business. Correct. And that's why I went to niching. Whereas in the training, I combined that passion for helping micro businesses. In this case, in the training business, just being in case of in the case of micro accounting firms and bookkeeping businesses and professional service businesses. But I took that in a in a training sense being and also giving my experience as accounting. But I saw them as two different professions that each had a hybrid element of what I felt kind of was, w- was a little bit more in terms of niching.
0: So what, what she says to do is sort of this, the, the Venn diagram thing is to take these core parts of you and then work out what, what you do that's at the intersect of them. So if I was applying you, Paul, you're, you love technology. You bag the crap out of technology. I love technology sales that works, like technology. But reduces so pain points. your technology and your accounting firm combine... To be a zero software expert,
1: yeah, and I started on zero. I'm, I'm, am am I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm open about that. That if I, if I started a firm from scratch now, I don't think I would be vendor. What do you call it? Selective. I don't think I would be a one vendor but, firm. But, but you yes. are now, so it doesn't matter. I am. Yep. Is, there, is
0: there something in your world that's not? In my mind, the word was boring, but it's not that it's boring. That's not businessy. That impacts because you've got a lot of other interests, and, and that's
1: where I struggle to find them. Like I don't, um, yeah, I, I didn't have that to the to the point where uh, Sarah Beth spoke about these, you know, these passions. My passion for clay target shooting, curling, baseball, I'm boring all these sort of family, all these other. Sorry, clay target shooting. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's come up I'm before. A, I'm a clay target shooter. I competed, David. You're kidding. I was a member of the MCC clay target team.
0: I played duck hunt.
1: That's <laughs> similar.
0: It's, it all started similar. at the same place for it people did. of our it ilk. Did.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was trained by Lauren. <laughs> really? Mark. Could you, is there any chance by of Mark? you just playing a mainstream sport, for example? Or? You don't get you don't get to the top of a sport by doing something everyone else does, David. You gotta you gotta do, you gotta pick a niche, mate. I can't believe I'm talking about niching. This is I'm, I'm anti-niche, <laughs> but but I think look, I for me. And, and clearly this was a very uh, well-articulated TEDx talk about uh, about why, and I love a good Venn diagram. I, I mean, to me, I think that people bring their own nuances, experiences, and everything else to their roles anyway.
0: So this is the key now. So now that we, we if we accept that there's a thing called, we both agree there's something called a hybrid professional, and it, it is the way things work in your world yep. to, to help you deliver something. So all our staff... Or the people who supply supplies to us are going to be hybrids. Do we need to think about ways to um, um, bring out their hybridity so that our firms and businesses are better? It's
1: a very interesting. It's a very interesting thing, and and one we kind of I guess do we do it anyway? We everyone comes to their role with other experience. It's, it's how to harness well, that, which I think always been a, a, a struggle so and an opportunity. I'll give you an
0: extreme example of it not working. So we used to, at more Stevens back in the day, when I was doing sort of my, i just finished CA around my CA time, we got told off having headphones in our ears and listening to music while we should have been working. That would be an X against enabling hybridity for that's what this is called. Because, but is that
1: hybridity though? Well, like that's I really just, like
0: music. I, it helps me perform.
1: For me, that's... but that or maybe it isn't. Yeah, that's just. A, I mean, that's an efficiency rather than a hybridity. If you incorporated your, but there are some. But, that, sorry, but there are
0: some firms. I'll give you an example. Like Vanderbeek's firm, Illuminate Partners. When clients walk up the stairs, they play music that they know the client
1: likes. So, See, that to me is more than just whether or not you have it in your ears. I, I agree. Like, if your love of music, and this and this is exactly right. Mm-hmm. If your love of music, then you turned into the office DJ and matched tunes or had an interest in music that then you found out the client's actually, preferences, then I totally agree that that's is, a hybrid. And
0: that is a great well, example. A of personal
1: it. preference yeah, okay, to have fair. it in your
0: ears, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think you're right there. So that's a good example of then enabling, bringing out things that your staff are interested in.
1: To and, and another thing firm. in the firm, just thinking about it, if you have a, a, somebody who particularly has an AV bent or, you know, you pick up a grad who was in the AV team at a uh, you know, team, AV group at school, you know, if they helped you create vi- you know, videos for your firm or videos for your client or deliver financial information or whatever information in more of an AV way, then that to me is, is using that, Hybridity, which I guess was always a concept. It's just having the... Uh, it being encouraged being encouraged to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't think hybridity is going to stick. It's a tough word. We need a better word for this. But anyway, that's what Sarah Beth
1: called it. One of the things, though, one of the things though, that I do want to just highlight here is that... To me, some of this under the term of "oh, well, I'm hybrid" is just people who just have no idea what they do. They're just throwing yeah. acron- they're just throwing numbers at it. Like, and she made a great point about LinkedIn, that it was you know now you kind of just people's titles. There is just and uh, I I've, I've probably been guilty of this over the journey uh, no, I, as your, well.
0: Your LinkedIn title still just director at Five Group, chartered accountants.
1: Oh, thank you for that. Mine's, mine's got it more. used of, to be. I, I had a couple up there for a while. It was. Yeah, it was used, interesting. I but I think mine. some people. Sometimes people now are just. It what was it? An entrepreneur. Like there is a whole lot of ones which I just go. You know what, Paul? I feel You're just trying to on be... about while
0: LinkedIn now because I changed mine on the back of yours. So mine's founder and MD at SQL CFO, which is true. TEDx speaker. Oh, really? Thanks. And iTunes number one podcaster. You used to have iTunes number one podcaster because no, I followed I used your, to have your podcaster.
1: On that. I don't think I ever had a rank. I, I'm, I'm happy to stand corrected. I don't think I had a rank. I can't remember. Anyway, interesting. But sometimes now I just, like, entrepreneur and I don't know. The, the one that always got me was the, the um, receptionist at my grad accounting firm called herself the director of first impressions. Oh, I can't stand that. And that, that just, but but that was a bit of this. Anyway...
0: Let us know what you think. So for what we'd like you to watch do- Watch the video. Have
1: a look. Link will be in the show on,
0: notes. On, on the show notes, watch the video. We're also going to give you a link to Sarah Beth Burke's page where she talks about how to do this. First of all, I'm curious to know if you think this is a waste of time. We don't because we we are people who have varied interests and we it, it both independently sparked our interest. Thanks, John Knight, for bringing it to our attention. He just put it up on Twitter, really. So if you want something to get in front of us, just put it out there in the world
1: and we'll have a look. Yep, tag us. Uh, uh, all the best. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas, get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at Paul Meissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner.
0: I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the
1: Trenches.